Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a special guest on the show today. I have Christy Lawler of CJL Consulting. Christy, it's awesome to have you on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Christy so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Christy is the founder and owner of CJL Consulting, a niche marketing agency that primarily serves the national hospitality industry. She's also the founder and director of the Witty Group, a nonprofit foundation that supports the future female leaders of the food and beverage industry through mentorship, emotional, and financial support. Christy is also the host of the Lawler out loud podcast soon to be published author a public speaker and most recently she added inventor to her list of attributes as she launched her own fusion line jab mixology christy are you ready to speak to the imco community oh my gosh i'm so excited <laughs> me too you're doing so many awesome things so i wanted to to kind of Thank rewind you. the clock a little bit hear a little bit more on how you got started your ceo story will let you get started with all the awesome things you're working on yeah. Um, so I actually started this company back in 2009 while I was working on my master's degree. Um, and I, I launched it, started it, and it just, it, it kept me busy while I finished work on my advanced degree. But I, I had a wonderful opportunity to come up that I couldn't pass up. So I went back into the full-time workforce and worked in national account sales um, as a national account manager for two different global brands, um, for about seven years, eight years. I don't, I can't remember, honestly, it was a while ago. Um, but when I, that kind of grew a little tired and old and there were some changes and I launched back into working for myself in 2017 and then it's just been a beautiful, uphill battle with a lot of um, awesome hurdles that I've been able to jump over ever since. Yeah, absolutely. It always seems like the the entrepreneurial journey is is that of really high highs, sometimes not so high low, so not so high lows, and everything in between and all around. Um, so I, I know I touched on it a little bit when I read your bio. Can you take it through through a little bit more on what you're doing, your your companies and your brands, and and how you serve the clients you work with? Yeah, absolutely. So I I am the person or one of the people. There's a few companies out there that do what I do, but I'm, when you go to a chain restaurant and you see their beverage menu, that is my work. That is what we do. We work with these national organizations to craft their beverage program that speaks to their consumer demographic. So whether it's focusing on trends and jumping well outside of the box or tweaking what already works through their operational specialties, we create these beverage training initiatives, beverage programs, menus, marketing calendars, um, all suited around the food and beverage side of the hospitality industry. 
Nice. I definitely appreciate that. And I think so many times I'm glad you, you kind of um, articulate that or, or help us see exactly like what we do on a regular basis, because I think so many times we don't realize all those things are kind of perfectly, I guess, planned and strategized to make sure that you are, like oh, yeah. you said, speaking to your clients and your ideal clients and customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of data and trend information and consumer data that goes into every single decision. Absolutely, absolutely. And so uh, what would you consider to be what I call your secret sauce, the thing you feel kind of sets you apart or your company apart and makes you unique? Uh, I would like to think that there's a couple things. Um, Egotistically driven, (laughs) I did, I made decisions when relaunching the company just a few years ago that would set us apart because when you have a competitive set and you know what they do really, really well, um, you want to find what they're not doing, where where their their gaps and focus are. And since I've worked with or for every single one of my competitors, I was like, this is the thing that I always needed on the supplier side. This is what I always saw as a gap on the buyer side. So we don't mark up our outside services. So when we're printing menus, the cost that is being paid by the client is the cost that we're also paying. It's there's no markup. Mm-hmm. And typically it can go from 10 to 25% markup. So if you're printing a $100,000 beverage menu, the fact that it's only costing them $100,000 and it's not costing them $125,000, that's a, that's a big ROI. So I wanted to create ROI as a point of differentiation, but I also wanted to um, make a social impact in our industry, because since this is my bread and butter and this is where I've lived for my career, I really wanted to make it better and improve the areas, especially for women, that I saw um, opportunities in. So that's kind of the genesis part of it, a a small part of it, uh, of me launching my nonprofit foundation. Nice. I, I definitely appreciate those. Obviously, the RRI piece is definitely a huge thing and being able to to know the industries, know the competitors as you spoke to and know them very, very mm-hmm. well um, and be able to to see what it was maybe lacking or maybe wasn't uh, an opportunity that was taken advantage of and be able to do that. And I love uh, the power that I think sometimes we forget that we have when we're CEOs, entrepreneurs and business owners and not only able to obviously um, create really phenomenal products and services, but as you touched on that, that social impact where a lot of times getting that opportunity to see something that is not there and be able to kind of not just uh, create for yourself, but also create for so many other people and create and and provide those um, opportunities so that other people can succeed as well. Absolutely. And when I was really taking a looking, uh, a looking glass to the situation, I was like, what would I want? Mm -hmm. Right? Like if I were spending the money, where would I find the most value? And also it's really important that my personal ethos bled into the way that the company operates because I want to be a full partner, just not a cog in the wheel. I want to be a member of their team. I want to integrate fully with their brand so that I understand their needs from a very basic and core level so that when we're doing stuff, I'm not giving them ideas that don't work. I'm giving them ideas that are actionable. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and it kind of sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, you're an extension to what their brand is and what they're hoping to accomplish because you're so aware of exactly what they want to be and who they are as a business and organization and probably individually. So it starts to become an extension of their brand because you're able to produce those absolutely. products as a result of it. Absolutely. I, I definitely integrate. I, I behave as though I'm a member of the team. Mm-hmm. on their side because it's the best way to understand what their needs are. Um, and I'm lucky that I'm able to do that because a lot of times it's you're, you're too busy and you just focus on the data points and you don't really engage fully. And I've been on both sides where I've been employed by an employer and I've been doing the work and I'm like, I need to know more about this client. I need to be more integrated with their brands and their strategic direction. And now I can set the tone for that. Um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? Well, I have gotten really into meditation podcasts Mm. to help myself recenter, um, to one, have better and more restorative sleep because I don't sleep a lot, as many entrepreneurs can attest to, you're just, you're constantly working, right? You're constantly thinking your brain doesn't slow down. And oftentimes I will wake up at three o'clock in the morning and start working because I just can't go to sleep with all of the ideas in my head. That's not healthy, it's not sustainable. And I don't wanna live that way, even though I don't mind getting an idea that wakes me up in the middle of the night and it's something I can take action on. It's also just not, productive for the rest of the day ahead. Um, So I've found some meditation podcasts that have totally changed my sleep. And that restorative nature of my sleep now in the past few months, this is a new development, um, has really impacted my ability to get things done in the waking hours. Absolutely. And so let me ask you this, uh, what, I, what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I should have done this years ago. <laughs> that would be something you would tell your younger business self? Oh, God, yes. Oh, yeah, to do that. Yeah. But are you are you looking for another nugget? It I might be that. Yeah, if you have another one, if that's if that's one, that's no, definitely that's a great, a great one. nugget. Yeah, okay. that's a great nugget. The other nugget that I often have to remind myself of, um, that I often share with others, is you you just have to trust yourself. Stand on your own ground always, um, because if you don't trust yourself, no one else will. And why should they? So trust your gut, go with it, especially if you're an entrepreneur or a founder or a CEO or you're launching any kind of business or brand. Trust your gut. You're going to get advice from everybody. And that's wonderful. And it's always useful. But always go back to what you feel is the right direction for you. Because at the end of the day, if you're in business for yourself, you're you're the only person you're going to answer to. That's extremely powerful because I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think so many times we forget like who we have to answer to at the end of the day, um, even at the end of, you know, our business day, our lives and everything And the person that's usually in the mirror is the person that you have to know. Did you really, you know, 
do all the work that you could do to try to make things happen? Did you really trust yourself when you had the opportunity to do that? And I think so many times it can get so noisy that we start to measure ourselves according to other people or other metrics or other things or this person or that person that sometimes we lose ourselves in that voice that you kind of spoke to as well. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. 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 So now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Christy, what does being a CEO mean to you? That's a really, really good question because it's kind of difficult. I love difficult questions. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I don't call myself a CEO because I feel like you have to have like, like 10 people on your team at least to be a CEO of anything. But I, I, I'm a founder and an owner and that's the title I've given myself, but I feel like to be in that position of leading a team, no matter how small or how large is to lead with, um, empathy and support first. So that is, I've always put my team ahead and their needs ahead of my own. I know that if their needs are met, we'll all meet our strategic goals. And I I can't do what I do without the people in my network and on the teams that are supporting the ideas. And I also really, really, really want to always take ideas from others because just because I'm in the leadership role per se doesn't mean that I have the best ideas or the best ways of doing things. And I really find that the great ideas come from interesting places. Like we, we can't always have the new best idea every single day. And that's where our team comes in. So listen to them, support them, help them, love them, treat them like they're your family or your best friend. Make sure that all of their personal needs are met so that when it comes to work, they're there for you and you build that loyalty and trust and mutual respect. Absolutely. I, I love that. I love that empathy. And, 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 you know, of course, how important it is to not just have a team, but empower the team, listen to your team, you know, all those things that sometimes we can forget. Um, and the saying is, is, uh, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And when you have a vision, you have a goal, mm-hmm. you have somewhere you want to be. Um, we're almost nowhere without our team and the people that we have around us in order to make us uh, uh, be successful and sometimes look even better than sometimes we might, uh, we might uh, always seem to be. So I, I truly appreciate that definition. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working absolutely i mean the best way to reach the company or myself is through our website and that's cjlconsultsplural.com and that's where they can find uh, ways to reach us they can find out about us they can find out about our products that we've created they can find out about our nonprofit foundation Um, it's all in one place and honestly, that's because it makes it easy for me to manage the website if it's all in one place. Um, but no, I I would just I would just love the opportunity to work with more people and learn more about different companies and their needs and 
how how what we do can make a greater social impact in our world. Absolutely. And we'll definitely have the link in the show notes as well, too, to make it even easier as well. And uh, I, I truly appreciate you, Christy, for all the awesome work that you're doing and, and reminding us of what, as well, too, of, of the impact that we can have socially in, in a lot of the ventures that we have and things that we don't see um, in the world or in the business world or out, outside of that as well, too, and, and how we can, you know, make an impact from the vantage point that we are. So I truly appreciate you again, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.